On today's show, I have Danielle Adams. Her mission is to help us eliminate the chaos and overwhelm that seems to consume our lives right now so that we can bring our true vision to life. So Danielle, I am so excited to have you on the show today to talk to our audience of women who are looking at maybe starting the process of buying a home. And um, I think with a lot of the things that you talk about with helping us get organized and eliminate the chaos, um, I think this is going to be a great conversation for a lot of us women who, you know, we have a million balls up in the air that we're juggling. And how do we kind of streamline that to, to set this goal ahead of us and put the pieces together to help us get there. So I'm really excited about our conversation today. Absolutely. I'm so excited too. Thank you so much for having me. I'm excited, excited, excited to be here. Awesome. So, well, let's start a little bit with um, getting to know about who you are and how you got here. So how did you get into this world of being an organizational strategist? Got it. Okay. So I'm going to give you the long condensed version, which is a high okay. so I um, am a teacher, a teacher for what? seven years. So I taught in the classroom for seven years at the seventh year mark, um, or maybe the sixth year mark, I started having kids and I thought, man, I would really love to be home with these kiddos. And so, well, let me take you back a little bit before. Let's, let's go back. I'm just going to give you a synopsis. So when I was growing up, I did pageants. I was Miss Black Oklahoma, Miss Black Oklahoma USA, Miss uh, Place Top 15 and Miss Black USA. Oh my when goodness. Yeah. So when I did pageants, my platform was impacting today's youth through positive mentorship, creating leaders for tomorrow. So with that, I joined Teach for America and I was a teacher. That's how I became a teacher for seven years. Within gotcha. for America, they had this wonderful opportunity where I could be a school business manager, had about 10 schools. I got to manage the process of how things worked the organization of the school I said wow I did not know this was a job I didn't know this I love to do this kind of stuff so that's uh -huh. what the world of organization so I kept teaching taught for seven years about year six I started having babies and I said man that business organization thing really made me happy and I really want to figure out a way to do it so I launched my business um, and in 2020 I came home and I ran it full-time and I've been running it ever since so that's a short condensed version of how I got to where I am now Okay. So we're not talking about like organizing. I just want the audience to be aware. We're not talking about just like organizing your pantry and getting that in order. We're talking about life change organizing so that like we can really focus on the things that are going to move the needle in our lives. And so, you know, one of the things like um, our audience is mostly women and some are single ladies who are starting it out in their careers and they're crushing it. They're climbing the corporate ladder and they're just looking to get started in building equity through real estate. Um, and then we have others who are working mamas and they're managing a household and kids and a career, but they want the stability that comes with owning a home instead of, you know, being living on the whims of the landlord and, you know, maybe having to move every couple of years because the landlord wants to sell to change cash out on their equity. So um, with that, what are some basic systems that we could put in place to start working towards that goal of homeownership? Got it. So I would say maybe three key things. Number one is to take care of you. You cannot pour from an empty cup. So a lot of times we're like, hey, I want to buy a house or hey, I want to get the equity of a house or whatever it is. And we have these major goals. When mm -hmm. in fact, we're pursuing the goals so much that we're not and we're not taking care of ourselves and we are unable to effectively and efficiently accomplish the goal. So I would say before you can take, just like an airplane, they say, put your oxygen on first, put your oxygen on first. Mm -hmm. Number two, I would say like, get clear. Like, what do I want and create a plan for whatever that is? 
whether it's a home in this neighborhood, a home in that neighborhood, what kind of programs they have to assist you, what kind of down payments do you need to save, like get a plan so you know like, hey, this is the game plan. I'm going, when people play a football game, they go on with, with scorecards. They know exactly what's going on. This is the play I'm gonna play. And number three, I would say get a team. So you don't have to do it alone. I didn't do it alone. I had a realtor. I had my family. I had all these great things, right? So get a team, people who are experienced, who've been there before, who can guide you along the way. So that would be my three-part system strategy in order to effectively, like, you know, get a good system for home buying. I love that. And I especially love the team aspect because in this process, there are going to be times where you're going, this is too much. Yeah. Like I am just so, this is taking on this responsibility or, you know, having to save, I want to go and go on a shopping spree. Cause you know what? I've had a rough week <laughs> and I need some retail therapy and, you know, having that system in place to be like, Hey, you know what? No, that does not solve the bigger goal. You know, that yeah. doesn't get you there. Um, but then having the team too, because, you know, I think this could be one of those areas where you don't know what you don't know. And then having those people who have gone before you and who have done it, and especially the professionals, like you mentioned, knowing what opportunities are available, like programs might be right. available, mm-hmm. you know, getting with a lender. Now it is never too soon to get with a lender. We had another podcast interview with a lender. And that was one of the things that she talked about is like getting with a lender. Now you don't get with a lender when you're like, okay, I'm ready to look at houses today. You get with a lender six months before a year before. So you get that plan in place. So, you know, oh, this is actually what I need to do. Oh, I only need to save up this much, not that much. Okay, here's how I do that. So I think those are great ways to get kind of your act together and get in order. And there's something that I do want to touch on too, before we even started this interview, when I reached out to you, um, I brought something up that you'd said previously, and it was so powerful. And I wanted to kind of unpack it a little more. And I'm going to read from your quote. It was, quote, Too often, we allow fear to determine our next step. In the face of opposition, I challenge you to allow faith to determine your next step. Remember, it's not always the major steps that make it the biggest shifts in your life. It's the small daily decisions that are either bringing you closer to the person you desire to be or pushing you slowly away from your dream. Choose your next step wisely. Your future depends on it. I love this. So what prompted you to want to put this out there? So I truly believe life is meant to be lived and life is meant to be enjoyed. And oftentimes I see people, men, women, children who get so caught up in this hamster wheel of waking up, going to school, waking up, going to work, eating, doing dishes, doing laundry, going to bed, waking up, doing again. But I really believe that we are here on this earth for a purpose. I believe that we are here on this earth to accomplish whatever the Lord has in store for us. And with that being said, I put that out there because so many people stay stuck when they don't have to be stuck. They Mm -hmm. feel stuck because it's a feeling, but it's not the reality of what they're experiencing. So I just wanted to encourage, you know, my community and say, hey, if you just take a step, one step in the right direction every day is 365 steps in the right direction at the end of the year, right? Mm -hmm. But if you don't move, you're in that same position this time next year. And so I just want to say like, hey, whatever it is, you can take one step, even if it's just like writing it down on a piece of paper, making a phone call. It doesn't have to be major. It can be minor, but those minor daily decisions, those minor daily habits really create and curate the person or the house or you fill in the noun right there that you want to be. That's what happens there. So Mm -hmm. that's what kind of prompted that. Okay, got it. And so, you know, uh, with some of these small daily decisions, you have another process that you're known for, and that is doing a 90 minute 
where you're taking once a week for 90 minutes, you sit down and you plan out your week. So what, tell me about that 90 minutes. What are we doing? How do we get those action plans, action steps figured out? 90 minutes. Okay. I always say, if you don't know where you're going, you'll end up anywhere. So like I live in Oklahoma, right? So I can get to California. I can get on the highway and follow the signs and I can get there, but it's going to take me quite a while. Or I can pull up my GPS and say Los Angeles, California and follow GPS. Same thing with the 90 minute plan. You can sit down and say, La -da -da -da. what am I going to do today? Or you can literally say, okay, this is what I have on the agenda for next week. Let's make a plan, make it happen. So what I do is I have seven days. One of them is a rest day for sure. One of them is a family day for sure. So really I have five, four or five working days. What are my big goals? Three, only three. Don't overwhelm yourself. What are my three big things I want to do? And then okay. with those three big things, I unpack them. I find a space on the schedule. So Tuesday at 10 and Tuesday at 10 is when I'm going to do that. And there, it's a non-negotiable. And so the really the planning is about like, hey, this is where I want to be. These are the three things that are going to help me get where I want to be this week. And these are the minor steps that are going to help me accomplish those three major things. And if you do that for 12 weeks, you, you can accomplish a year's worth of goals in 12 weeks if you do the right thing every day. That's awesome. So maybe for, you know, women in the, if we're thinking of, you know, starting the process of buying a home and planning to buy a home, maybe in that first 90 minute session, maybe it's, okay, my action item this week, I'm going to contact a lender. Um, my second thing is I'm going to set up a budget. Maybe I haven't even set up a budget for my life yet to know really what's coming and going. And then number three is, you know, start looking at, you know, the houses I would want to live in, like kind of that dream board idea and, and where I want to go with this. Um, so, and then that makes the planning fun. When you do some of the the serious stuff. And then I think adding in something fun to it um, can help make it a little more palatable because sometimes it's tough. Oh, when, yeah. Go ahead. Well, yeah, sometimes it's tough, you know, thinking like you see this and you're like, gosh, I have all these things to do. So I really like that you're saying, hey, only pick three big things because okay. yeah, if I look at the 20 things <laughs> I need to do that I think need to happen to help move the needle, then yeah, that's overwhelming. So I really like that we're bringing it down to three three things. So so then I'll get a little personal for you. So what are some of the, the decisions that you're making, these small daily decisions in your planning that are helping you hit your goals? Oh yeah, let's, let's break it down. So in the example you gave with home buying, let's just use home buying. I'm going to, mm -hmm. I can use my example, but let's do home buying first. Sure. So if I was going to buy a home. I wouldn't do three things about home buying for the week. I okay. Like it could be a little bit overwhelming for the beginner. They can be like, I don't know everything. So I might choose like, like you said, who a lender, but with the lender, I might have three to five people. I'm going to give a call three to five people. I'm going to interview like that. One big thing can become a lot of small things Okay. Um, in mine. I always have self-care so for me my favorite thing I'm going to tell you guys my favorite thing my favorite mm -hmm. thing is a nice warm bubble bath mm -hmm. with a bath and body work candle <laughs> and my husband's watching the kids and I'm in the bubble bath with a book and it's the best so it doesn't have to cost money it can cost money but every week I'm going to do something for at least 30 minutes for just mama because I have mm -hmm. three little kids I have three what five and under, I think at this point. So oh it's busy over here. So I have to take time for me. So I'm going to do one thing sure. about buying the house. I'm going to do one thing for myself. And then there's always like the third one. I just kind of, it's like 
what is the priority for right now? And I think that's a lot of times where people get like busyness and productivity, like confused. So they'll, they'll choose something that needs to be done, but it's not really a priority right now. So when I'm picking my third thing, it may be volunteer. It may be with the business. It may be with the house. It may be with the home, but it doesn't, it doesn't all have to coincide with the house with, you know, home buying. Gotcha. It coincides with like your life and living a well-rounded life. So, okay. I would say to that. I'm glad you clarified that then because yeah. I'm like, I can get, and I may not be the only one, I can kind of get hyper-focused too, where um, and, and overthink things. And so instead of just like, what's the one thing I'm going to do this week to move it? And so, um, and you brought up something else that I want to talk about because you've okay. mentioned it and it's the busyness. And oh, so yeah. you say that busyness does not equal productivity. And, you know, I, I'm sure I'm not the only one that has ended the day, ended the day where I felt like I've worked so hard. And then I look back, I go, I don't even know what I did today. Mm -hmm. And so when we set this goal of, you know, buying a home, what are some of the things that we can do to make sure we're being productive towards that goal and not just being busy to feel like, oh, we're being busy. So we must be achieving the goal. Good, good, good. Intentional planning leads to intentional results. Okay. Intentionally plan, you get intentional results. So in this case, our goal or our result is a home. So I would backwards plan. I'm a teacher, I forgot. But backwards plan is just where you take the goal and you make the steps that need to happen about what you need to do. So a lot of times for home buying, I see people who are like, I want to pick out the aesthetics. I love this thing. I love this color of paint on the wall. And we don't have a letter or we don't have you know, a neighborhood we want to live in, or we found a neighborhood, but we haven't considered it the school district for our children, or will our children even go to that district, or we go to private school, or all these things. So for me, busyness is consuming yourself with the things that are literally, that need to be done, but they don't need to be done right now. Productivity mm -hmm. is consuming yourself with intentional things that are going to lead to wherever you want to be. So it's not that the pain and the aesthetics aren't important. However, if we don't have, um, you know, maybe our pre-approval letter or the cash in the bank to know how much we can buy, it doesn't matter the pain at the beginning, right? That's more so towards the end of the process to ensure that it lies where we're going. So busyness is just, busyness is keeping yourself moving. Productivity is like, even if it only takes two or three hours or 10 hours, is getting me closer to where I want to be. I hope that mm -hmm. clears it up for you. It does actually, because I even fell into the trap like a, a few minutes ago when I was like, oh, with my three goals, you know, oh, let's have fun and, and think about this. But you're right. I'm already starting to deviate from the plan and, um, and get caught up in the busyness of like, oh, this is, you know, in Instead of um, focusing on what needs to happen right now, going, oh, well, let me daydream about, you know, the wall colors and the, <laughs> the carpet. I'm going to, you know. It's so fun, right? It's so fun. Mm -hmm. It's the part that we all like. It's the part, oh, let's go furniture shopping. Oh, this is gorgeous. But it's really not helping us to, you know, end up where we want to be. And so when I, I don't know, I just love intentionally planning because you get intentional, intentional results. And when it comes to home mm -hmm. buying, when you do that. Um, cause I mean, we bought our home when you do that. And when I tell you we bought our home, we looked at like 50 houses. Like we, I was, it was, it was a lot, but mm -hmm. it really helped us long-term and we're still here and we love it and all the things. So that would be my advice as far as business, busyness and, you know, productivity goes. And when you set your goals, like I already said, don't do three. The reason why, let me give you some, some rationale why I say don't do three things yeah. about home buying or three things about schools or whatever, because sometimes when you hyper-focus other areas of your life unintentionally, they go stagnant or they, they like are dehydrated. So your family might need you or your job may need you, but you're so hyper-focused on 
the home that these other places are not continuing to grow. So we want to like water every flower in the garden, not just the ones that are, you know, in season or whatever. That's so. such a great way to look at that. And yeah, because and, and about your like self-care thing too. I mean, I think that it's so Oh, and, and of course, everybody says this, it's, you know, as women, we are just kind of hardwired to take care of everyone else mm -hmm. and make sure all the other things, you know, we want to make sure our jobs are good. We want to make sure our family's good and all of that. And then we kind of get, you know, on the back end of things. And then we just get this burnout and this yeah. overwhelm. And it's like, you know what? I'm just not even going to do it. It's just too much work. It's not worth it anymore. Mm -hmm. And so, um, so yeah, taking that time to, you know, have the bubble bath and the candle, which I'm all for the cheap route because yeah. we need to be saving money right now. And, um, and Bath and Body Works has really good sales on those candles. <laughs> they do. And like, for me, I just want to be my best self. I don't want to give anyone half, half of myself or my half best or my lack of best. But I know when I take a moment to just sit in quiet or listen to a book or read or listen to music, like I can become my best self. Like for you, it may be going for a run or for you, it may be, you know, playing a video game. It, it doesn't matter. Mm -hmm. But really when I'm my best self, then everyone else gets the best me. And then I'm able to make the biggest impact mm -hmm. on everyone, including my home buying process and the process. So mm -hmm. that's why I take care. I try, I, I don't always win, but I try my mm -hmm. best to take care of myself. Well, and I hope, I think it helps provide clarity too, clarity yeah. of purpose and, um, and then helps you prioritize like, oh yeah, this is why this is important. Oh, and um, whatever the goal is, whether it's home buying, whether it's, you know, I, I don't know. Um, but just taking <laughs> that time to quiet yourself and take in, you know, just, it's okay. We can calm down. And, and it's the, the challenge of some of us, I think, and I'm, you know, talking about myself here, like thriving on the busyness, like you were saying. Oh, yeah. So this is, I almost feel like this is a therapy session. Like you're helping oh, me. I'm like, okay. <laughs> so let me tell you one of my secrets about rest. Rest is productive and it's really like the superpower to achieving your goals. So if you put rest into home buying or rest into anything, I'm telling you, the beautiful things that come, like you said, after clarity are amazing. But sometimes mm -hmm. our minds are so muddled that we're not able to get that. So if you rest this, I think you'll accomplish so many beautiful things. Well, I love that. So um, is there anything else? I know we've kind of talked about, you know, goal setting and kind of getting outside of the busyness. Is there anything else that you think um, our audience should know in kind of creating clarity of purpose and helping them achieve their goals, whatever they are? Oh, yeah. Um, I would say if you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. Accomplishing um, home ownership is so feasible. It's so something that you can do. Be sure to reach out, get the right community, the right support, and create the right mindset about doing it um, and leverage the support that you have and you can achieve your goal. That's what I would say. Awesome. Well, Danielle, thank you so much for your time today. For anyone that wants to learn more about you or keep in touch um, or, you know, reach out to you for help in um, purposefully organizing their lives, what's a good way for them to get in touch with you? Absolutely. Can you follow me on IG or Instagram, whatever you call it, at the Danielle Adams, at the Danielle Adams. And I would love to follow you back and support you on your journey. Well, Danielle, thank you so much again for your time. I loved this and, um, and I look forward to staying in touch with you and seeing all of your words of wisdom and your great tips um, that I know will help me. So um, with that, thank you again. And I hope you have a wonderful
wonderful day. Likewise, thank you so much for having me. I had a blast. Well, friends, that is the show for today. If you liked what you heard, please be sure to rate and subscribe to this channel and share it with your friends. The growth of this channel is critical to giving you quality interviews like this to help women like you set yourselves up for financial success. And if you want to start the process of your home buying journey, join one of our growth groups. Growth groups meet virtually and they're designed to keep you encouraged through this process and provide you with tips and resources to get you positioned to buy a home. You can Sign up for one today at homebuyingforwomen.com slash growth. In addition, those who like to wear suits in the office tell me that I need to let you know that I am not a financial advisor, CPA, tax advisor, or anyone that is tied to your individual finances, nor are any of my guests unless otherwise specified. The content provided by our platform is for informational purposes only and our expressions of opinion. In order to make the best financial decision for your situation, you should seek advice from a seasoned CPA, financial or investment advisor, lender, or realtor. And if you're looking for a seasoned lender or realtor, we can help you with that. Just go to homebuyingforwomen.com guide and answer a few questions for us to get you connected. Well, I will see you in the next episode. Have a wonderful day. Bye now.